0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Allie Knows Best. It's your host, Allie Nagel here back from the road. Allie on the road has officially ended. And man, I have just been decompressing for the past several days. I guess I've been home back in California for like, four days, five days. I don't know. It's, you know, I have to turn my mic down a little. Um. (laughs) So I have been adjusting. I last left you guys when I was in Arkansas driving to Dallas. Oh my gosh, that feels like a lifetime ago. I think that was about a week and a half ago. Again, I'm really like still kind of backwards on days, times, all that jazz. But so I landed in Dallas a couple weeks ago, we'll just say, and had a great couple days with my friend Seth. Unfortunately, we didn't have time to record an episode because he was working and the reality of life on the road is there's never enough time to do things that you plan for. Because oftentimes it'll say like, oh, I have a seven hour drive today, but you don't factor in like the pee stops, the snack stops, getting gas, things like that, you know, stopping to see like pretty, I don't know, nature or cows or things like that, which I did talk about in my last episode. But Yeah, so we got some pretty shit weather while I was in Dallas, which was a good dose of reality of what living in Texas might be like because it was thunderstorm, hailing, like I thought a hurricane was going to come up and it was going to be like a Wizard of Oz moment. I was fearing that the entire trip. But I did have a really nice evening at Seth's place, um, or a couple evenings. We went to a nice dinner um, and had actually I had been to that restaurant in Dallas called HG Supply, but I hadn't like experienced it in probably five years, I think was the last time I was there. So it was fun. Then the second day I had a day of just poking around Dallas in the rain. I was alleying in the elements, like experiencing all the thunder, all the lightning and torrential downpour, but it's hot rain, which I'm not really used to. So that was a adjustment because I don't know how to dress for that. <laughs> Seth luckily did give me an umbrella. So I was able to, you know, like, Shield myself and still shop because shopping was the main thing I needed to accomplish um, That was my second breakfast taco experience on the trip by the way I went to a little cafe had some breakfast tacos because it was like the only thing they had left <laughs> In the afternoon I was just like a tired weary traveler and that weather was just really throwing me off But anyway great breakfast tacos I'll have to remember the name of that place And that evening, I stayed in with his adorable dog, Sir Tucker the Cocker Spaniel. Shout out to Tuck, the sweetest little dude. And he protected me from the the elements, and we watched Nomadland. Actually, I watched Nomadland and just sobbed at the parallels between the woman. I don't remember her name, but it's Frances McDermott McDormand? damn, I guess I don't know anything. But um, the parallels between what's happening in her life when she decides to, I don't want to give it away, but basically sell everything and take to a life on the road. And I was like, damn, I mean, I'm living a much bougier version of this, like staying in Airbnbs and hotels and friends, like very nice homes. But I would I don't think I could do it on the level that she did it. But Highly recommend that film. It was super moving, especially like in the mental state I was in and still am. I think I need to already rewatch it. And it's only been a couple weeks. So anyway, then after Dallas, I headed down south. I don't know what that accent was down to Austin, but I wanted to stop in Waco, Texas along the way. It's directly on that highway don't know what hi- highway that is off the top of my head, but yeah, I wanted to see Chip and Joe Gaines' uh, silos there, which I was super bummed to learn that they're actually really anti-gay, anti-queer, and I don't know how I didn't know this, because I've been a big fan of Joe's for a long time. Not Chip, really. He he just gives me kind of like loser vibes, but yeah, I was pretty bummed to hear about that, but um, But I still wanted to see it just kind of to say that I did it. So I rolled up. It was a Saturday. First mistake, y'all. I rolled up to the silos and it was just like, oh, man, Texas. I just want to say, like, what have you guys been doing during lockdown? And I know that's not fair to, like, group everyone into that category. But dang, It was wild to see like hundreds of people waiting in line to get like a Magnolia cookie without mask on. So I basically like hopped out the car, hopped out, hopped out of the car for like a second, kind of poked around, realized it's basically the same shit you can buy at Target. Also, that like basic bitch farmhouse aesthetic is like not my jam. But I thought, you know, sometimes I do subscribe to that because I was like, maybe I could get a sweet tea for the road to Austin. Like I still have an hour and a half, two hours. Anyway, so I hopped back in the car because it just wasn't – actually, I ate lunch in the trunk of my Camry. That was like true alley-on-the-road stat. I think I was inspired by Nomadland. But so <laughs> then I head down to Austin and – and I get into the first place we're staying, which is um, Sarah Jane, who was on the road with me for this leg of the journey. Well, actually, I picked her up at the Austin airport after I checked into our first place. <laughs> this is confusing. That was her co-worker's home that he was so generous to open to us while he was in London, ironically. But um yeah, it was just super beautiful high rise, like great workspace. So pick Sarah up. We go and explore Austin kind of get the reality check that like no one really gives a fuck about COVID in Texas. And again, sorry, not adding all my fellow, my my fellow, my friend Texans who might be listening, but damn, it was jarring. But apparently I've heard from other sources that that's kind of how it is everywhere now. It's at least in the United States. I haven't traveled outside of our bubble in a long time. But so... We're going we had no clue what to expect in Austin and it it far exceeded our expectations y'all like the outdoor spaces are beautiful the rivers the lakes like the greenery there's so much to do there and I think as soon as Sarah Jane and I landed there we were like oh my gosh we need more time here. So we spent time at Zilker Park, which is really cool. Like people are paddle boarding in the river or the lake. I'm not sure what type of body of water it is. Um, you can take a dip. We did. Um, it lo- The water looked a little questionable. So I did not stick my head under, but it was hot as hell. So we were needing to cool off like, and everyone has a cute dog and a cute bay. Like, I guess that's the requirement to live there. Um, yeah. And then I just kind of, sp- we spent a lot of time working because we, you know, we both (laughs) were working full time. So there were a couple days where the weather was, again, absolute shit. Like, it was overcast and gloomy, but hot and humid as hell, like, probably 90 degrees with like 80% humidity. You know, I'm no, I'm no meteorologist, but like, that was brutal. Um, and something, if I do decide to relocate there, would have to get used to. I'm kind of learning after this trip that the only place that has bitchin' mild weather is Southern California, right by the beach. Like, there's there's nothing that really compares to it, except it is, it's weird because we have the humidity, but it's also dry. So you're like, I, I don't know. This is irrelevant, irrelevant. But... I loved Austin. Um, I think for me, it was a little more like Silicon Valley-esque than I was thinking. It felt a lot like Portland meets San Francisco meets the Wild West, which are three things and places I love. So definitely could see myself living there and thriving there. Um, you guys asked for some travel tips and best foods. Foods with a S. In Austin, the best foods were breakfast tacos at Joe's, I believe it was called, on South Congress. So, so good. And I think they were pretty cheap, too. Um, we also had some more autentico breakfast tacos and another... Oh, that, that place was called One in a Million. And Sarah Jane and I could not get over that name. It was so good. Um But yeah, great breakfast tacos. Then we had some barbecue at Terry Black's, I think was the name. Wow, I'm surprised I can remember all of these off the top of my head. Like I'm not even looking at notes right now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, which was kind of like she and I were both doing vegetarian for most of the trip. I do kind of do more of a pescatarian diet because beef hurts my tongue. I know that's probably TMI But we went hard on the barbecue Like you basically go through This little assembly line Or not assembly line Cafeteria style Pick out the sides you want Pick out the kind of meat you want And just go in And probably get a beer Because that just like really goes Also have a gluten intolerance So it was just a rad day The next day (laughs) So anyway Those were the best eats of Ost Sorry, too much. Anyway, and then after that, we moved into our tiny home in Austin, where we lived for we lived for a couple nights. Um, we had it was weird because the it was a great Airbnb experience, but it said there was a dedicated workspace and there was not. So Sarah was like sitting on the floor taking phone calls, and I was sitting at this little like tiny. Um, I don't even know what you would call it. It wasn't a desk. Just like it didn't even fit my laptop. And I'm like trying to make content calendars like kind of a nightmare. But we fucking did it, y'all. So the other part of that was it was a tiny house. So the ceiling was super vaulted. And what they did was they made the bed. It was a huge king bed, but it only had a clearance of like two feet, maybe above the bed to the ceiling. So highly claustrophobic. You could not sit up in bed. Hated that when one night there was just a massive lightning storm, like strobe light lightning. Like I was expecting to hear like some DJ snake come on and like, but yeah, anyway, um, was not here for that. But we left Austin early I think it was Friday, that Friday, so last Friday, again, it's really hard for me. Like, one thing you'll find if you're traveling quickly from place to place, like, days blur together, especially when the weather's, like, kind of gloomy, you're like, what time is it? And you're, like, traversing different time zones, even though it's only a couple hour difference, like, it does make a difference. So, anyway, we get to our next stop which was the drive from Austin to Santa Fe. And y'all, that was a strange one because you're basically cutting up diagonally through Texas up to New Mexico. And there's no proper highway. We're talking, you're taking two lane roads through like one horse towns, like real Texas, y'all. Like it's not, (laughs) it's not like metropolitan like Austin or Dallas or any of the big cities. That's like when you think of the Midwest, that's what it is. And then we were coming across, that was such a long drive. Oh my gosh, we were coming across like detours where it was taking us to other highways through other towns. And also it was like pouring rain for part of it. But we got to see some really cool stuff. Like a lot of these towns look like little Western movie sets to me because I've never seen anything like that in real life. Well, I mean, that's real. (laughs) So yeah, that was really interesting to see all that. And I mean, oh my God, we were in the car for probably like 12, 13 hours that day. It was a long one. But we got to Santa Fe like just before sunset. And man, did I pick This Airbnb. It was so bitchin'. It was in a little suburb of Santa Fe called El Dorado Hills, which I think like I could totally see me retiring there or not even retiring, like just hanging with my artsy bay and having my art barn that I've just been talking about where I can paint in the nude. Like that's the vibe. Sarah Jane said the funniest thing, like when we saw the actual town of Santa Fe, she's like, it's literally a more authentic version of Ojai, and if you all have been to Ojai or know what Ojai is like, like it's definitely like Santa Fe. It's so funny um, and more Southwesty, which we love those vibes. So yeah, we landed in uh, Santa Fe. We. S- had the most gracious Airbnb host who were checking in with us constantly. They were so, so sweet. Oh my gosh. Like at the place we stayed, they called it the Zen den. And like our host kept asking us, like, do you have everything you need? We want it to be as Zen as possible. And I'm like, for sure, for sure. Well, we do have to work all day Friday, but, (laughs) or like half day as Sarah Jane would call it. But, um, Yeah, we ended up going out and exploring in the town, like looking, Santa Fe is a really interesting mix, because I loved Albuquerque, but Santa Fe is really, you see a blend of so many rich cultures, like, it's the Mexican, it's the Native American, and it's also the Spanish. And I guess like, gringos también. But like, yeah, it's really interesting. I don't know how to explain it unless you've seen it in person. And um, I loved it. Like, we had some great food. The first day we just had, like, <laughs> oh, no, we did have some Mexican, I think. Um, and then, yeah, we had Tex-Mex in Austin. I was very unimpressed. It was just, like, crappy Mexican food, to be honest. Um <laughs> Which is definitely available here in California So that wasn't anything that like crazy But yeah Santa Fe we walked around I guess we did eat a little Gosh I can't that was definitely a whirlwind I wish we could have stayed there a little longer But basically our goal was to get home on Sunday night Because we didn't want to have to be driving on Monday Which was earlier this week So yeah, we really, really packed a lot in um, and everyone was telling me like, you got to go to Meow Wolf, which is an interactive, immersive, crazy, trippy art experience. And we looked at tickets, which it's so weird. I definitely manifested this because originally when I started off on the trip and went to Albuquerque, I like several people were like, just go to Santa Fe and go to Meow. Meow Wolf. Like, that's one thing you have to see. You'll love it. And it didn't end up working out. So then Sarah Jane and I look on Meow Wolf's website and the tickets are sold out. And we're like, ah, oh, fuck. But we heard if you just go and rush the tickets at the place, they're usually available. Lo and behold, we go and check out a Goodwill because we wanted to see. She and I are both thrift queens and we wanted to see what. The thrift scene was like in Santa Fe, honestly, not good. We thought that it would be like super bougie because everyone, well, not everyone, but the people who live in like Santa Fe proper are like loaded for sure. They're just like all these weird art collectors. And like when I say weird art, basically, I think that's where you go when you're like, I'm just going to make some abstract sculpture of like a woman's body and a dog and sell it for like 20 grand and people are gonna buy it um so that's on they have the art art stuff on one street i can art stuff on a street i can't remember the name i'll just i'll include it later but, um, I'm trying to think of like how I'm going to share more of this with you guys too, to make it more like several people have asked me for travel guides. Like, I'll get to it when I can, y'all. But anyway, loved Santa Fe. I would say that's, that was one of my favorite places, which I know I've said about like several of these places I got to visit. Um, I could definitely see like me and Cow Bay cowboy, if you listen to my, my other episodes could end up together. Um, I rocked my vintage boots. Another thing that I manifested was I really didn't want to buy brand new cowboy boots because not only are they expensive, but they're hella uncomfortable to break in. So actually backtracking to our last day in Austin We stumbled across this vintage shop. Actually, we didn't really stumble. I strategically made us go there. (laughs) And I found two pairs of boots for like 70 bucks and they fit like a glove. So you best believe I wore like my little 70s prairie dress with those boots all over Santa Fe. And it was funny because people were like giving me compliments. (laughs) And Sarah was getting so annoyed because I had literally just, like, the outfit was so extra. I was really trying to assimilate, y'all. But anyway, so Santa Fe was great. Um, We were really sad to leave. But that next day of driving was just phenomenal. So what we did was we drove from santa fe and we knew coming back into arizona so we were backtracking to california obviously we were going to pass the petrified uh wood nash or i think it's just petrified national forest our national park wow i i can't get any of this right but um yeah we ended up going inside and it was really cool it was like being on mars honestly it's just all rocks and rocks of, like, different colors and ages. And it, it's just definitely recommend. I would not go there in the middle of the summer because you probably would shrivel up like a little grape <laughs> from the heat. But the temperature for us was perfect. Um, we did not, however, factor in that we wanted to make it to Sedona later that day and then Prescott, not Prescott, Arizona. That evening. So (laughs) that was brutal. I think um, someone also asked for like road trip tips. This was definitely a moment when we should have gotten food and supplies in Santa Fe. But what we did was we were like, ah, we have like this bell pepper left and like part of a bar that will sustain us for the whole day. It did not (laughs) One of my favorite moments With Sarah Jane on this trip Was we're driving through We're like 30 minutes into Petrified Forest uh, Park And it's just like desert And she and I kind of It's like lunchtime It's late lunchtime And she's like Allie, we're at the last of our food. What are we going to do? Like we're totally just stranded in the desert. And I look at our little cooler and all that's in there are a couple, (laughs) a couple like cans of this rosé a friend had given us and a shit ton of water bottles. So, (laughs) <laughs> we were just joking that we're like, well, if we get stranded, we can just live off the sugar of this wine. Oh, and we had half a bottle of red wine. Oh, which actually back to the good eats. I know I'm kind of all over the place, but we had really bomb tapas in Santa Fe. I made us go to a really bougie, like, uh, auténtico, Spanish. Uh, place and we had tapas we had paella and we had like these little artichoke hearts that were roasted and some really yummy wine Rioja from the Rioja region of Spain and that was fun because oh we had patatas bravas which is like one of my favorite ways potatoes can be cooked it's basically they're just fried potato cubes with some good sauce on them but you can't beat them so anyway we're on this drive through Arizona desert and we're like, I go and ask for a sandwich at the gift shop and like, it was a whole, whole ass thing to get a vegetarian sandwich. I end up getting a turkey sandwich. That's not important. But so then it's already like 2 p.m. and we need to, Sedona is still like three hours away. So we're like, oh man, are we going to make it before sunset? Dun, dun, dun. So I basically haul ass to Flagstaff, and then you take this really beautiful road down south that kind of reminds me of driving through Ohio. um... I just keep relating everything to Ohio, one of my favorite places. But um, basically, you take that and it's all woodsy and foresty. And then all of a sudden, after a while, you pop out into these red rocks. And it's like nothing I've ever seen before. It's so stunning and like awe-inspiring. And of course, we get in and we're like, let's just go shop <laughs> in the little main street of Sedona. So we go and shop and I kind of, I'm like, this altitude change and all this stuff is kind of hitting me hard. I start to have like a slight temper tantrum in a metaphysical store. (laughs) Actually, it was a bougie jewelry shop. And I was like, okay, I need some water. I need to sit down. Maybe a snack would be a good idea. These are things that sometimes you just don't factor in when you've been traveling because you just are kind of like go, go, go. And then you forget like, oh, I need to slow down and like take care of myself. A thought. So again, this was, yeah, this was Saturday. So it was just fucking packed in Sedona. Like every like Bachelorette crew was there. They have these pink Jeeps that I guess you can go on like exploration tours that actually looked hella fun. I'm not going to lie. But we realized, like, okay, let's go try to see sunset in a cool place. So we go, we Google, like, great places to see the sunset, Sedona, as you do in the moment, and we find this place called Cathedral Rock, which is, like, I guess one of the more famous spots there, and... And there's no parking. We have to wait in this tiny ass parking lot for like a half an hour to get a parking spot. And then we walk up to the rock. It's not a hike, y'all. It's like a a leisurely cruise uphill, which I was, that was more than welcomed after our long ass day of driving. Um, But we get to the top and there's like a baby shower photo shoot. There's like I, I should have taken some content for influencers in the wild, if you're familiar with that account, because it was like, there was multiple bridal shoots going on. And then there was an actual wedding, which of course, Sarah and I were being nosy as hell. So we're probably in the background of some of those photos. And we're like, wait, this is so cool. Um, But yeah, that was a great view. I think I would love to go back and spend some more time in Sedona, because we were actually staying with uh, Sarah's family friend outside of Presca in this town called Dewey, <laughs> Arizona. And so we checked that out. Stayed with them. Super lovely stay. And then the next day we're like, okay, it's go time. It's time to get back to California. And at this point, I've been gone for like almost a month, three three 3.5 weeks to be exact. And I'm like, all right, I need to do my laundry. I, ha- I hadn't been able to do some laundry like a couple weeks ago at Yana's place, but like the laundry was piling up. Like I wanted my bed, like all these things come into play. Um, we'd ran out of snacks, you know, like we could have got more snacks, but anyway, whatever. That's like kind of, there gets a point where you're traveling or on the road, especially where you're just like, I can't go to the grocery store. I'll just eat this shitty foster freeze <laughs> grilled cheese. That's literally wonder bread and craft singles. That was not my best idea, y'all. But anyway, so Sunday was also kind of a brutal day of driving because we went, so that's about seven hours, I think. Seven or it was probably more like eight. And you know what? We had like no traffic virtually this entire trip until we get basically into Palm Springs. And I guess like, I think that was the traffic from probably every influencer who's going to stay there from LA right now on their way back. But, you know, I'm not adding anyone because I'm doing the same damn thing. But anyway, we got back late uh, Sunday night. And yeah, it's just been like, so many things for me to catch up on since I've been gone, which I forgot about, like after your gone for a long time for a trip, even though I was, you know, keeping things going, running my business, like doing my social media post, all that. It's still like very challenging to feel grounded, especially for me, double air sign. I um, actually right before recording this, I just went and had a nice long walk. I walked for like an hour on the beach and kind of had a conversation with earth Mother <laughs> about just trying to feel connected here and coming down off the high of traveling because when you're like exploring and traveling. It's this high that feels like taking drugs, like taking uppers where you're like, wow, I just want more. I want to do this more. It's so exciting and fun. And then now that I'm back home, I'm like, wow, my life feels like so small and boring. And it's not. I mean, I've already been able to do like see some friends, do some fun things. Tomorrow I'm getting my first vaccine, I'll be a Moderna, Moderna, Moderna mommy. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll check back in on that. But anyway, anyway, yeah, the adjustment has been rough. Um, But I am so grateful I was able to take this trip. It's caused me to do a lot of introspective work, a lot of um, healing, a lot of writing and uh, talking to myself. I leave a lot of voice memos on my phone that will hopefully turn into my future book. Stay tuned for that. But yeah, a lot of big things are happening for me behind the scenes. Um, I'm planning on making a move in August to one of the places I visited, TBD on what place? I'm heavily leaning towards Austin, but Nashville is also a contender. Future me will definitely live in Santa Fe, mock my words. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that's about it for now. I do want to kind of point out that something that came up for me on this trip was realizing my confidence and that I am really confident in myself. And I think that's something that can only be instilled or learned um, when you do spend that time alone in unfamiliar situations. And it doesn't have to be on the other side of the world or across the country. This could be just, you know, taking yourself out to eat on your own. Um, There's a lot of power in being able to spend time by yourself. And yes, I was mostly with people for the trip. But um, yeah, I actually met a woman who told me wow, you are so brave for doing this trip and traveling and staying with strangers and meeting people. Um, And that just, that hit me hard because I was like, wow, brave. I didn't think I was brave for doing this, but I am. I really hope that by me going out and living life like this inspires other people in my life or who I don't know to really just move from a place of saying, I wish I was doing that to, I am doing that. I am making that happen. Because we are the only ones who are limiting ourselves from having these experiences. I understand that this is a massive privilege um, to be able to travel like this and experience things this way. But I, you know, don't take that for granted. And I think it's helping me Really find my way to my next step, which I, I don't want to reveal too much, but I know that it is this book. So stay tuned for more on that. It's definitely happening behind the scenes. Um, and as always, if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. Instagram DM at Allie underscore Nagel is always the best way to reach me. I'm basically always there. Um, we're working on that. But yeah, um, thank you so much for joining me on the road. And I have a lot of fun episodes queued up for this month. So hopefully you'll check back soon. Again, this is Allie Nagel. And thank you for listening to Allie Knows Best. See you next time. Bye.